Welcome to the Brown Load. Thank you very much, as always, for listening during lockdown. We hope you are all well and safe. Guess what? Skateboards are making a comeback. Aliens have landed weird things on our planet and the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. We watched it. Hear what we're going to say about it. Should we start? One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to the podcast, boys. How you doing? Hello, hello. <laughs> what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? I'll tell you what's that caught my eye straight away. I, I know what you're this, laughing at. This, what, no, go on, what? You're laughing at both our, our hairs. Yes, absolutely. Our hairs. so much. Yeah. <laughs> our hairs. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah, of listen, them. I, yeah, no, I'm the one who can count hairs like that. No, <laughs> yours Yours has been quite sort of fluffy, fuzzy for some time now, Satch. But yeah, Kedge, yeah. this is the, the longest I've seen your hair. And in this moment, I was just looking at Satch's part of the screen where he is on my screen uh, right now. I look around and Kedge has sort of pushed it back. So you, it's not visible, but it was flopping down. It was a little bit fresh, bruv. It was a bit like, hello, this is my cousin. He's just also, landed in the country. Yeah, but also because you don't, you know, you don't, I haven't, I haven't put gel on my hair since, what, March. So do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like you give it a bit of a little blow dry in the morning and that's it. It just stays that's up. Funny. I haven't put gel on my hair since March 1992. <laughs> so, uh, but, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Um, well, well, how are you? How have you been? How's this week been? What's going on? Yeah, all good, all good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. What got my what, what got my goat? Just very quickly. And what I, does that I just phrase mean. I don't understand that phrase. Can, can just explain what we get into. Yeah, the I, 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 are vegetarians allowed to use that phrase? Yeah. Uh, yeah and why would you have a goat? Yes, firstly, we are because we haven't killed it yet. So it's still alive. So it's allowed to get my goat. And secondly, it means the famous saying is, if your goat's happy, your life's happy. Oh, okay. I didn't know that one. I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy goat. Happy life. That's exactly similar to that. Not the rhyming couplet. It's the unrhyming couplet. That famous Mm part. But, but, um, what it was just I heard a few people to, um, this week on the radio who were to, you know texting in and all of this kind of stuff to radio shows, and one person said that he was really proud to have made a veggie doll, and it just drove me. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody correct them on air? Did anyone say you no, can't no, have a veggie doll? Doll no, is veggie. There was no, there was no one like you or someone there, so it was just you know there was there was obviously non Asians throughout it, but they were just talking about veggie doll, and I was just like, what is this new you know hocus pocus that they've invented? Yeah, yeah, it's, veggie it's, doll. It's Has anyone like, had a veggie doll? I don't even understand what that means. Doll is doll. It's, 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 it's no, like saying. I'm, no, you can get you can get non-veg put in a dal. I've seen that on, on menus and places. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite common actually. Look, you know me. I'm an I, I'm a, I enjoy my meat, but that sounds disgusting. It sounds dirty. No, but it's that not, sounds it's not like it's not like how you kind of think of dal at the moment. It's sort of like a hybrid dish, which is like sort of like a non-veg dish, but it's got dal. It's cooked in dal. Do, do you see it's what I mean? Curry with a lot of russell. No, 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 no. It's just complete. I've seen it before. I, I don't particularly eat it, but yeah, I've seen it. It doesn't appeal. You, you didn't sell it. I, I, you know, I like combination. Let's face it. You know, this lockdown has been all about combining things. People coming up with different flavored mayonnaises and burgers and twists and remixes on all this kind of food. And I went, oh, meaty dal. Just the same. That phrase is rank. Mm, anyone? Anyone want to try something new? Let's try a meaty dal. Dal with bits of meat. I don't know why. Why is that so, this is such a, a deal breaker? That's quite, that, that, that phrase that you just uh, pulled out, Kedge, was, it's, it's, it's just, I think it's as bad as naan bread. 
I hate it when people say yeah, non-veg. That, that, that is annoying, but I think I've, I've become immune to it because I've heard it so much. But veggie yeah. dal was the first, you know, I was a virgin to the veggie dal. And I was like, what's a veggie dal? And they just, felt just, so proud. Just, veggie for those, dal. just for those that didn't twig, Satch, explain why non bread annoys you. Why does that because, phrase annoy you? Because a non is a bread and a bread <laughs> is non. Like, they, would you want me? It's like saying tea, tea. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, chai no, tea. Isn't it just like saying bread bread? Yeah, basically. Just but I love the fact you made it TTs. What are you thinking of, No, I'm thinking of that that stupid thing they're selling. Was it Starbucks or something? Chai tea, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just like, bruv, it's just you've said tea twice. Actually, if you're going to go down that route, then it's a bit like when people say pin number. That's not It's your pie number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you can, you, you know, but I think this just makes us sound like old moany men. So, you know, I'm all right with it, actually. What change? We've been like that all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. These are the little things that all of a sudden start sort of bugging you and start kind of getting you. Like, for example, when someone says, hey, we're recording the podcast at eight o'clock and then at five to eight says, oh, sorry, I need another half an hour. Do you know what I mean, Satch? Yeah, no, but I mean, the time agreed was sort of half an hour later. You, someone just tried to move it ahead last okay. minute. Then, no, let me just tell you. Yeah, you did. You decided. We're no, all I didn't. Kids did. did. I, said, okay. I said, I can do it early and it might help you guys. It didn't help me today on this occasion. But, but you said yes. You said, yeah, okay, eight o'clock it is. Yeah? Who? You did. Where, what message is you reading, mate? Did you not? I thought he agreed to eight. After I said, oh. yes, what? please. Let me just bore you with my life. This is, these are knock-on effects. So I turn around to my wife and go, look, I can't help put the kids to bed because they want to start the podcast early. She rolls her eyes. She's had a bit of a busy day. She had a heavy day, actually. And so I cooked dinner. I tied up the kitchen. I did all that. You presented the get-out-of-jail card. Absolutely. I did my, I did my bit. And, um, and then I just went, oh, man, you have to tell her. I went, sorry, I'm going to have to leave you to both of them because we're going to go down and record. <sighs> then I walk in down the stairs and I see your message saying, actually, I can't do eight. has to be 8.30. But rather than go back, and trigger what could then be a set of events that I may not recover from anytime soon. <laughs> I just, I just came down into this podcast room and sat here on my own like this. Just wait, just with the door closed. Every now and then I'd laugh. I go, <laughs> does she think I was recording it? Did you rehearse the whole podcast? <laughs> but I, I think I've been through it. I, I now don't know what I'm about to say, whether I've already said it. Do you know what I mean? You know, when you've just had the conversation, I'm like, did I just but say this a minute ago? I think surely you should have just kept quiet because now if she goes back and listens to this, then you're in even bigger trouble. Yeah, she does listen to it. And I know she does. It's fine. But then if she brings up this issue from a week later, that, you know, that's petty. That's petty. We don't need to be that way. Let's get on to the more serious things then. Go on. Then. What's See, now we've, been, we've been dealt the, the fact that, you know, lockdown is opening up when this podcast releases. We will be out. UK will be out of the national lockdown for the second time. Kula dula. Yeah, we're going to be in tiers. There are stricter tiers. We're going to be most of the countries in tier two. Uh, in London, we're going to be in tier two. So that means that you still can't meet people in their houses, but you can mm. meet up to six people in restaurants. You can only drink beer if you have a substantial meal. Mm. Yeah, there's been a lot of debate this week about what is a substantial meal. You can now get an ale called sub substantial meal. What? What? what, what? what? Can you get you your words get out again? Now get an ale, which is called substantial meal. Oh, a beer. So you order your beer and you say, oh, can I have the substantial meal, please? Correct. And therefore you've had a substantial People meal. Very good. Already. 
Very clever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what is a substantial meal though? Because like, I've seen this Scotch egg malarkey flying around this week. Everyone's saying is is a Scotch egg a, 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 a sort of? It's is not, it not substantial? No, nah, Scotch egg is like a snack. It's like a sausage roll. It doesn't yeah, as a, a pakora. It's a pakora or a budja. That doesn't count. Yeah. So what about like no. a bowl of chips or something? Is that that's not substantial either? Then is no. it really nachos? No sandwich. I don't think a sandwich is a meal. You don't think a sandwich? No. Sure. I tell you what. There's there's a clear definition. It's out there. It's a meal deal. The meal deal is you have a deal price that is goes with having all three of these items. And I think that's a meal. A meal is two or more things together that accompany each other. All right, so, chips and asani. Yeah, then you're into a meal territory. Yes, I agree. All right, wicked. That's all right. Chips and Whereas, you know, you, you couldn't just have a little, just one thing and go. I don't know if I, I don't look at me like I'm the voice of reason. Like, yes. <laughs> so if, if, when you're next going out, you know, even if you don't want it, have chips on the side. But, but no, but this is, this is the, this has been the big debate. Like, okay, so you, people just want to go to pubs, but they want to they want to booze it up over Christmas. But now they're just working out. Okay, we got to get some platters of food or something like that to kind of keep us going. I mean, I got I got to give a, a shout out to the people of Slough because um they're in tier three and they're they're having a big sort of hoo ha about it. There's, yeah. there's certain places around London. Only, well, right? only Slough, only you know, Slough. There's Slough, and I think you know. So obviously, I live in Kent, but not sort of like. Kent, Kent, like sort of like the uh, London, London end, yeah, London end. I mean, so other parts of Kent are in tier three as well, which is a bit bonkers. Do you, do you see what I mean? So if I go look sort of ten minutes up the road, they're all in tier three. But if, but if we okay. all go to Isle of Wight, yeah, we're allowed to go nuts. What do you mean? Can what tier there? Because because Cornwall and Isle of Wight tier one, bruv. Oh. Yeah. So should we, See, for my birthday, you know, should we plan a little ferry crossing to Isle of Wight? So ferry across the channel. Yeah, we should. Why not? <laughs> it's I not the channel, bro. It's like a lake. <laughs> you can <laughs> see it. It's down. You can see it, can't you? It's not that Pund- far. Pundy River. I've, I've got a theory. I'm just going to run this crazy little theory by you. Slough. Right near Heathrow, access point, international, people coming in and out. Therefore, they're coming out. <laughs> and it goes all around Slough. All over Slough. Kent. Kent is a, you know, it's, it's like, it's close to Ashford, Kent. Eurotunnel, Catwick. people coming in from Europe. Yeah. They've, they've done that one in yeah, Kent yeah, as well. You're right. I'm just saying. And whereas Isla White, on its own, remote, and obviously during lockdown, no ferries, none of that, no travel, all that's been going on, so they're okay. Cornwall, right in the tip, right in the corner. No one touches a tip, do they, Kedge? No, not at all. And it <laughs> takes forever to get there. So why would yeah. you? <laughs> I mean, I mean to be fair, Kedge, you're not really selling it, because me and Tommy are going away, and I wouldn't really swap my holiday for um, the Isle of Wight. Would you, Tommy? Uh, I think the Isle of Dubai is a little bit more <laughs> attractive than the Isle of Wight this time of year. I've got to say, Isle of Wight is beautiful, and I've been there many times, and it is great. It's but tough. come on, come on, man. We just, need, we just need some sake. That's what the heat is what I want. So all the bottle bun of, of tears and everything, I think everyone's gone a little bit crazy. Everyone's gone in early with all the decorations as well. Has everyone put their decorations up? I did mine today. I, I've been up. Oh. I did mine today. The, f- oh. the 1st of December. It's, it's really the official That's day, actually, though, isn't it? I think it should have probably been up from the weekend, though, Satch. So you were, you didn't have to do it on a Tuesday. I think it should be no, 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 in no, place cool. for the it's first. It's cool. I'm I'm law-abiding citizen. I'll do it on the day that it needs to go up. <laughs> I don't want to do it on any other day. Like I kind of had it planned. I was like, first of December, all right, cool. Go in the attic, get the tree out, get all the other little Christmassy bits like the reef and all that out. It's all that. It's 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 up there. I just took my sari off and put on my baubles. That's uh, <laughs> so I did a switch on the <laughs> tree. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a Saturday <laughs> night for Tommy, doesn't he? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I got my baubles, baby. Just jingling. I saw an advert just now. So, by the way, for chai baubles. What's that mean? What's a what's a chai bauble? It says and someone tagged tagged us in it. Tagged me in it. And right. um, and it, it was baubles. And it, they did a bauble semi uh, a half. No, a, you got a semi bauble. What's that? <laughs> a bauble, and then you drink chai from it or something. I, I don't know. I, they, they did a little close up of it, and I looked inside. And I, I thought it was tea bags inside it. Anyway, it didn't make sense. So people, what I'm saying is, people are experimenting. People are doing it, and I like the fact that the Diwali tree has rolled on into Christmas tree. I'm now full. I'm fully. I'm in festive mode. Yes, I feel really Christmassy now. Really. Welcome to December, people. This is your brown load. So we've all been to the States, right? All three of us, right? Um, yes. Has anyone yep. been to Utah in particular? No. It's a bit remote, no. isn't it? it um, yeah, because it's, it's sort of in the middle-ish of America. So I've done Nevada for Vegas and yeah. California. Yeah. And I did the drive across America. So I've done coast to coast. I've done, but you kind of go down, you kind of ride the bottom. You know what I mean? You ride the, there's a, the I-10 that goes mm-hmm. all the way across the bottom, bottom of America. But no, what Utah's, isn't it kind of like slightly crazy country? It's it's deserty mostly. Utah. Yeah, it is okay, quite right. deserty. So basically, in the in the Utah desert, this story came about. It was actually a couple of weeks ago that I noticed something, and I thought, hang on a minute, this is quite a strange story. A massive, random plinth, like a monolith, just came from nowhere. Well, I I know this story because when I this this yeah I saw the thing that landed. Oh, I so know I didn't know this. I didn't know, but I didn't know what a monolith was. Monolith, I, mono- I can tell you with my Latin knowledge. Go on, mono please. means single, and lith means stone. So it basically looks like, um, it's like, a, imagine like a massive cube that's gone upwards, if you know what I mean. Like a, oh, like, 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 like a, a pillar. pillar. Yeah, like a pillar. Yeah. Like, a, like a long phone box. Yeah, it's but like made a, of pure... Like in America, near the, the White House. 
The what? Yes, 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 yes. Without the top bit, the triangle bit. Without the triangle. Mate, but it looks like it's made of pure solid metal, like steel. It's shiny. It's like it looks like stainless steel. So it's perfect, like corners, edges. Yeah, it looks like an art structure, didn't it? It looked like a long kind of lump of metal. And it just randomly appeared a couple of weeks ago in the desert, in one of the most remote parts of the desert itself, where, you know, people don't really go. And, you know, people were kind of surprised as, as to how it got there. There's still no explanation to this day. What, have people touched it or anything yet? Like, have they, no, tried, have they, they tried pulling it out? People have gone there and actually tried to work out what it was and how it sort of just appeared overnight. Yeah, it was spotted by some actually some sheep counters or, her, you know, they were like animal counters. They were in a helicopter that they're flying over Utah and they go, what's that? You know, they see this big silver how, shiny how big lump of metal. How big um, is it? It was a, I think from from looking at it on the pictures, about ten foot. Yes, but ju- just under ten, 10 foot, foot. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. right. And and so they've I'd they've gone down. I think it's about twelve foot. It was quite big. Okay, yeah. right, right. So it's like imagine a perfectly shamed piece of metal. Yeah, this isn't like a this isn't a rock. This isn't a stone. This is a piece of metal. And what they said was interesting about it was they said it's in the ground. It's gone. It goes deep into the ground, and it was solid. So has someone trying to pull it out? I don't know about this. Has someone... Well, no, one's, no, one's, no one's gone to pull it out. They've just kind of tried to work out, you know, what, what, what it is and what it's about. So it's been there for a couple of weeks now. But this last Friday, November the 27th, they went back to have a look at what the plinth was all about and, you know, have a look at what it's made of and stuff. It completely disappeared. It's gone. It's oh, not even there anymore. Mate. That's yeah. a wind-up. That's just someone just playing around, surely. No, yeah, but this thing is big. This thing is big. You, you can't like, move it, Kedge. <laughs> no, no, like, I mean, I don't know. That's just like me going around sticking something into the grass. Sticking into into what? Sticking. Yeah, sticking a, yeah but you've been you've been told off for that. You've been done now. Because you got <laughs> no, because you can get, only get caught so many times, and then say, it's, "Oh, I was sleepwalking. I was sleepwalking," or whatever you've said in the past. But like, enough's enough, stick, isn't it? Stick a rake in a field, and then go. Oh, look, there's, there's a stick bender coming out of the ground, and then no, all I of a sudden. I think after a few days, I think the, the whole thing of it being there in the first place, when I looked at it, I thought, okay, this is not from this like world. It looked like, cause it was just really random. It's metal. We have metal on this planet. Yeah, but how does it just turn up overnight? They would have been spotted. They would have been spotted on some sort of CCTV, bringing it to and from the middle of the desert. There's no CCTV in deserts, guys. No, no, not in the desert, but like just on the highways, because this thing to transport, you would have needed a lorry, a van. You know, there's no pieces to it. It's one solid trailer. Look, the main thing is that this thing has turned up, been here for a few days, been spotted. And I think whoever put it there has taken it back. Now, that could be just a prank. It could be an artist making a point, but nothing's come about. No, nothing's come to the, come to the news. I, I reckon it's some, it's some alien probe. I think it's a little, little test. Of course it is. Why and not? Why can't it be? Here we go. This is what's going to make it even more stranger now. So that, that monolith went away in Utah last yeah. Friday. But last Thursday, another one appeared in Romania. Exactly the Ooh, same. In the, in the middle same of, thing. In the Romanian hillside, it just appeared again. So it's, it's still there at the moment in Romania. So what? So, you know, so you think about it. And yeah. it says so you think the, exact, it's exactly 13 foot, which was the same as the one in Utah. Exa- exactly the same thing. So you tell me how they can, whether what, they've got the same manufacturers of this lump of thing, you know, in <laughs> Romania and in America, that they're going to put it there and then put it there. And how are they going to get it up in the hills? So they got up to, they got to the middle of the desert. Where was it in Romania? Up in the hills, you just said. Yeah, but not mountains. It was stuck into mud. Ground. 
like yeah, not, into the it's into what? the ground. You're picking up basically the on questions hills. he asked. You're like the worst like barrister ever. So let me just get it clear. Was the floor mud or was it grass? Because I like sticking things in the grass and I wonder whether aliens do too. Perhaps you're an alien, Kedge. Maybe it's what we're looking up here. No, but like, do you find this strange? Like, do you not find this strange yeah. at all? Because I'm quite... We've had some strange things happen on planet Earth. We had that. We had that fireball crashing in. Did you, did you see that, Satch? Where was it? Yes. Um, Japan. 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 Yeah, we were talking about it this week. Why is that not a thing made of, like a bigger thing made of that? Because that was a meteor coming in and it all changed the colour of the sky. And it's all like, that looked like from a scene from a Hollywood film. It was from yeah. Independence Day. There's, there, yeah. there, people are saying that was a meteor. I've never seen a meteor like that before. That actually looked like a spaceship. Yeah. And it, luckily it burnt up. It just burnt up as it came in. That's why it or, just kind of disappears in the sky. maybe it just flew away. Ooh. Because, you know, Ooh. it was it was looking for his monolith. And then someone went, exactly. no, not Japan, Utah, you idiot. Oh, sorry, mate. And then he did and a then quick three-point turn. And dropped it in Romania. rubbish. of these weird things like going missing and, 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 and you know, uh, sightings. And like, there's a big investigation that's opened up in Germany as well because there was a large wooden sculpture um, that was on the mountainside. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was like seven foot tall sculpture, um, which was um, based, it was a homage to the male um, part of the, the body, which reproduces. And um, it, it, it got picked. <laughs> yeah, what? Got yeah it's on the grunton mountain in the southern bavarian part of the country uh, it's 140 kilometers southwest of munich and then all of a sudden it's just gone missing like how yeah, what's but not only that who wants it why do you want a giant toto in your house and i just don't get I, like who's going i tell you what you know what? i'm gonna go the, you know because it obviously takes a bit of planning I mean, I wouldn't even get that through my front door, seven foot high. And they're saying that, that, that basically it's been a tough few days, like in terms for, for the planet, because obviously you had this steel thing in the Utah desert, yeah. uh, which then has now disappeared. Mm. Uh, and then you've got this big seven foot pillar thing um, that's disappeared as well. So it's, it's strange times for planet Earth. Maybe, maybe, right, maybe the metal thing was a homage to an alien's dodo, right? <laughs> and so, like, the alien was flying over and he went, oh, look at that. they got a giant dodo in the ground. I'll tell you what, I'll give him a sculpture of mine. And well, what? Here he goes, why, why do you put it in the desert? Huh? Because he wants, he wants to show it off. Hey, yeah, don't want nothing to block the view. Well, I mean, you know, like, it, if at, you want to do that, go and put it in Times Square or something. Let everyone see it. Yeah, but it's it's busy there, isn't it? It's tricky, okay. you know, traffic and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well, <I'm saying. laughs> you know, if you could give the gift to any other planet, you would give them the gift of what your daughter looks like. I mean, I mean, surely, wouldn't we all? No, just me then. Thanks, lads.
during lockdown, a lot of people have taken up different activities, hobbies, yeah, man. Uh, skills. Can I, can, I, can I chip in and just say, I think I'm so different in my lifestyle now than one year ago to this day, to, to <laughs> December 20. 20- different. Let's hear, let's hear from Tommy about that. Well, how are you different? I'm coming up to one year without no alcohol, which is very, it's a big, big jump for me, right? Mm. Uh, I've cut down the amount of meat I have. I've cut down the size of portions of food I'm having because I wasn't going to the gym. Um, Because I wasn't going to the gym, I've started running more and I'm playing basketball every week. Well, I was until this lockdown, right? So like the way I'm eating, the way I'm sleeping, even like how I am around, like with the kids, I can drop more because my wife's around. So we sort of, it's not just on me to do the drop off so I can get a bit of time to do, to go for my run in the morning. It's just, dare i say it i this works for me as a lifestyle i don't want no one to die but i just i want like this this can carry on yeah no no i know what you mean like for example like i got into walking a lot this year and like i don't think if if lockdown hadn't happened i don't think i would have got into that and and obviously it's changed you know like a lot of things like just as you said routine like you know everything's just completely different i mean i've only dj'd twice this year since march so You know that that's completely changed everything. It's hints yeah. of a, it's hints of Tommy getting the running bug as well. But I tell you what, I'm, I've Have been. Have you got the runs? At, yeah, yeah <laughs> man, I do run, run, run. Pago! Um, in the last five days, I've been. For, I only took one day off for like. Wow. Three, so, um, and Kedge, I've now got the watch that you is talking to you as well because I always see when Kedge has closed his rings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank God. He knows. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What rings are you talking about? Kedge, <laughs> uh, I know. Oh, basically, yeah. Yeah, after Kedge has been uh, active, his rings close. <laughs> right, okay. Other than, and, other um, than that, they're wide open. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. No, basically, it's, it's your activity. It's your activity levels. That's all it is. Okay. Um, but no, I'm thinking, and that, and also, I've got to say, not eating out, not eating out as much. Oh my god, I realised I'm so much. I used to eat out all the time, like on the go, a little sandwich here. Oh, that's what I was going to say about snacks earlier on. A snack isn't something you can have in between meals. Uh, a meal isn't, some, you know, those things that you described as meals. You, if you can just eat those in between meals, I have a sandwich sometimes while I'm waiting for my food to cook. So, you know, I like, but now it's a lot more at home and I prefer it. And I think, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm definitely part of the positive side of lockdown change. But but what were you going to say that you think everyone's now doing? So the, so apparently now in the UK, um, amongst the obvious things that people have been doing this lockdown, there's been a massive surge in skateboarding. So since the pandemic, there has been a massive increase of skateboard purchases. People from um, Skate England have said, you know what, they thought maybe when the Olympics started, because it was going to be in the Olympics, that there would be an increase. But all of a sudden, COVID happened and it's, it's gone absolutely nuts. So much so that this year there's a worldwide shortage of skateboards skate parks i don't know about you guys they've already opened up everywhere i don't know but there's more than ever the yeah. skate parks everywhere I, i've seen one actually on yeah. my walks yeah there's one there's a really good one that i've had a go on actually with my rollerblades uh in watford and it is brilliant <laughs> i look like a weirdo but brilliant no just the fact that you're there i imagine you with the rollerblade because i had rollerblades roller skates and skateboards but like you know you could get them with the socks you know the rollerblades with the big sort of um ice hockey socks that go over the top of it i just imagine you with yeah like leg one i imagine you with big bright sort of fluorescent pink pink yeah i I can just imagine like a skate park where there's like 13 14 year olds and grandpa kedge turns up (laughs) this is where he says he held his own he held his own he was quite good 
Snapchat. Little Dezino, he's appeared on everyone's Snapchat, all those little kids. <laughs> and he's like, look at this old man. <laughs> Reporting me to the police. But, 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 but the thing was, it's funny you said that because I went there so excited going, yeah, 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 let's go, let's go. And I thought, oh, I'm going to be able to show off with the tricks. And so I started, you know, getting onto the ramps and all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, like you said, there was a moment where I looked around and I was the only adult. All the other adults are around on the edge watching their kids. And like a Lulu, I was the only one as an adult. And I thought, God, this looks at so I kind of then just casually sort of yes. stood off. Yeah, because I, I didn't even get a chance to show off. You should have taken your top off. Because you've got no chest hair. <laughs> then they would have gone, oh, no, look, he's just an overgrown kid. It's all right. Because Kej has no body hair. I think we've made that quite clear over the yeah. years. I, uh, and, uh, I, mean, you know, I, I don't think it was that obvious that I was that much older. Because, you know, I, I don't sport like a daddy or anything like that. No, but, no. But I, I, I just... <laughs> I just thought it's it's quite cool because you know skateboarding brings it back to when we were young. Or I don't know, were you, did you did you own a skateboard, Saj? Well, no, not me. Like I mean, I, I was just thinking about this because skateboarding, both of you guys have kind of done this. Is and obviously I'm a lot younger than than both of you, but I was just thinking about it. Is, is it is it because of what was that thing that had the skateboard? What was that film? Was it Back to the Future that had the back skateboard? Back to the Future, is, hoverboard, is, is that, hoverboard. But kind of the same thing, isn't it? Just chuck wheels on it, and it's a skateboard. I would say I do think I think that time when when I had my skateboard like early nineties yeah maybe even late eighties um it would have been that was when like American culture was coming through you know like hip hop basketball music you know MC Hammer vanilla you know all the also yeah. MTV you know so yeah it might have been influenced by that and it did feel very American the skateboard definitely felt like an American thing. I remember when my dad took me to buy mine and it was twenty pound twenty pound wow. back then wow you know, that's expensive. I remember that. And it had a skeleton head oh, underneath it because it was like the pattern. What had a skeleton as well? What color was yours? Now, gray, gray Shut underneath. Up. Oh my god, we connected. Oh, you're that kid. I, oh no, 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 you're the kid. I, you're the kid. I stole it from. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. I remember you now. I knew. I knew you now. I bought mine secondhand from the. the- <laughs> From um, Terry, who was our neighbour, like, well, a couple of doors next door. Terry, the, the skateboarder, he, he, his one was slightly, you know, busted. He bought a brand new one. I've got it for a tenner. <laughs> I love it. Look how excited Ken. His mouth's still open. No, but it's, the, look, it takes practice. And I remember I felt a lot. You smashed your knees and elbows up a lot. Ooh. But then once you master it, you know, it was cool. You're just out on the street. You're doing little tricks, doing little jumps and stuff. Skateboard culture was cool. So I, I quite like the fact that people are getting back into it because the world's got so safe. You can't do conquers and you can't play these certain games. Now, if, as long as people can get back on these skateboards and kids can do that, that's amazing. Would you say skateboards came before bikes, like, like bicycles? No. Or was it sort of the other way around? No. Or, or how, no. would it, how was it? And more so, I'd say then, that same period, just before the skateboard, the mountain bike landed but up and before then it was bmx no you you forgot before the mountain bike go on the racer the racer the really thin wheels i thought you were gonna say penny farthing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not it's not far off that bro
खातिर जाने मुंडे रह गए कितने कवारे तुझ जैसे शिकारी पहला भी बड़े मैंने मारे तेरी खातिर जाने मुंडे रह गए कितने कवारे मुझ जैसे शिकारी I want to talk about one of the greatest TV shows that's come out of lockdown. And, you know, TV has been so important during lockdown because cinemas are closed. Theatres are closed. Trust me, comedy, stand up comedy clubs are closed. We felt that <laughs> we've been sitting around doing very little. Um, but TV has been very important and I've got it all. I've got Apple. We've got Skies. You've got your Disney's. You've got your Netflix. Right. But the, the one show that's killed it for me for the last few weeks and we've been talking about last week is The Undoing. Oh, right? dude, you do. So, wait, 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 just before we go any further, I have to do this just because anybody's not seen it or who wants right. to see it, I highly recommend you see it. Yes. We, I want to talk about The Undoing. All right. The, the final episode went out this week and um, it's all wrapped up. So people will be talking about it. I'm it's about undone. to talk about it. We're, we've all watched it. Well, it's undone. It's done. Um, <laughs> so if you don't want to hear spoilers, just forward along about five, six, seven minutes and... Um, and we would have moved on surely by then. I don't know. But, right, well, let's begin. The Undoing. Stars yeah. shining shine bright, 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 bright. That's Nicole Kidman. That's Nicole Kidman singing yes. that, right? I no. never knew that. No, no, very quickly about that intro music. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't like it. Oh, oh such I that didn't theme. Like it. No, I didn't like it. Non-stop. No, I don't like it. I, and I think that song is a good song. I don't think she sung it well. Oh, oh wow. Well, it kind of, sorry, I'm going to, in a, in the legal style and fashion that show ended on, I'm going to say overruled, Satch, irrelevant, overruled. irrelevant, you're, you're, uh, uh, you're, bad, that, you're badgering that, us. That, that was the word of that episode. She was forced to sing that song, apparently. Oh, well, there you oh, go. It sounds forced. There you go. She was not forced to sing No, no, she She's said. Nicole Kidman. Said she was forced to sing it. She wasn't comfortable singing it, but I thought. I wasn't comfortable it. listening to it. Why? Yeah, that's that's just her being a bit humble. Yeah, no, anyway, let's get on to it. The final episode then happened. So, so far, if you don't know what The Undoing's about, let me give a quick recap. Basically, um, Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman are married. They have a son. Hugh Grant has an affair. That comes apparent after the next kind of couple of, first couple of episodes. Hugh Grant's having an affair with a lady who actually dies. She's killed. She's murdered. There's lots of people that could potentially be the suspect, like her husband, uh, Hugh Grant, even Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman's son at one point. I thought the whole time there's going to be a curveball and it's going to be her own son, the woman who died son, called Miguel. <laughs> Turns out it all got revealed. It all got revealed. And which one of us was correct? Because I said Miguel. Who did you think it well, was, Kedge? None of us. None of us. It's going to be the blonde. I, if anyone, I was probably the closest because the blonde How lady is. You were not the closest. Here we go. He's trying to claim credit for something he was wrong in. The blonde lady was crafty. She wanted to nail him. She, 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 she did the, the the dirty work in the toilet with the other lawyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a bit of that going on. So ba basically, in the end, with, despite all the theories, I'm going to. This is proper spoiler territory. So if you don't want to hear it, you know what to do. Um, 
the killer was Hugh Grant. And I, I just want to say, first, I was a bit like, uh, uh, well, okay, uh, before I tell you what I thought of that ending, what did you think of that ending, Satch? Well, I mean, you know, for, for what I thought of it was, like, it, it was, the, it was, like, I wanted it to be something different because it was too easy for it to be him. Do, do you see what I mean? Like, I, I, like yep. we could have easily predicted I was Hugh Grant from episode one and we could have just saved ourselves and not watched any of the rest of the episodes and, you know, got on with our lives on a Monday night. But um, we watched this for six weeks and I was a bit disappointed because it was him, because I wanted okay. it to be, I wanted it to be a curveball. But then... You know, I think, you know, when you look at it in the deeper meaning of why they've kind of done that, yeah. it's because it's trying to say it's always whatever it is, it's always in front of you. Do you, do you see what I mean? You ain't got to kind of go digging deeper and say, oh, I could be that person. that person. No, it's just the brother from episode one. See, I, I just, OK, I don't think the message for me was that, like what you, what you need is right in front of you. <laughs> uh, for me, it was, it was, it was, I know what you mean. It was it was well, an obvious it was, one. No, thought, it was like a waste of time, wasn't it? The rest of it. Really? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's him. Yeah, but, episode yeah, but that's one, like, it was him. He done it. You can, you can say that about crazy, every Marvel movie. Episode six. Oh, what? Thanos didn't kill um, all of the Marvel stars. Oh, well, OK, then uh, I knew that was coming. Spider-Man, you know, whatever. It's just the same thing. You, know, you know, I'm, the, I'm, I'm just saying it would have been even more wackier let's say if Hugh Grant had a, a, a brother like a twin brother and he went and done it or you know he jumped in an episode then right. you'd be like okay right. this ain't no Bollywood film this yeah, ain't I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying the way that the way Double that role. Was all, yeah, the way this that is something you know directed no, no, by it's Holland. not that the way that it was all kind of teed up was I was looking for like a massive bang at the end of it but it was just a little Roman candle <laughs> I, can I just say I thought it was Please. brilliant I thought I thought I thought it's good no, but I know what you mean Saj and I know that because because we've all been you know I think this is what it, I think they achieved what they wanted to they had the whole world talking about theories Every, everyone that you met well now I know who it is and everyone would you know us three we were all done like kippers we all came up with these stupid theories I mean if you listen back to our podcast now we all sound like right morons because the the, the yes. theories I mean Tommy had gone to the levels of a kid picking up a hammer and smashing <laughs> the face. you know I mean the and, level uh, of this was just and, ridiculous we were all went nuts I thought I was actually correct during the episode because, did you notice, Hugh Grant was referring to McGill, uh, Miguel as a strong man. He's a tough young man. He's a, yeah, he kept calling him a tough young man, tough young man. And the lawyer says, why do you keep calling him a tough young man? He went, oh, because he's fought cancer, so he has to be tough. But I thought he was going to say, in the back of his mind, he's thinking, no, he's tough because he can swing a hammer. And I saw him do it. Da, 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 da. I wasn't be that, but it wasn't. In, in the end, I quite like what they did because they made only someone like Hugh Grant could play that role because he can do bumbling nice guy. And he then switched it and did twisted dad psycho. with his with serious psycho issues. It was scaring me out properly in the car. I was like, oh, bruv, that's horrible. Because if I was thinking, if I was that kid, there, was, there were so many moments in that show where I just thought, this is like, you know, like you start getting a little bit of anxiety creeping in because you're thinking this because he's acting both of them, Nicole Kidman. Um, and actually, the, their lawyer, you know, who probably won't get mentioned that much. But I thought she was brilliant. She was brilliant. Yeah, yeah agree. Yeah. Well, and that was the kid. I'm saying. She was giving objection. She was calling yeah. objection, but the judge kept saying overall. Such a bit of objection overall. Yeah, it, just, it, just, but, it was that was going on for about 15 minutes. That's why, if not longer. It's great. Yeah. But what? 
what I liked about the undoing is because it was obviously the undoing of him. These issues that he'd had from when he was a kid because, he, you know, the accident that happened with his sister clearly left him a little bit twisted. He didn't have any empathy and sympathy. And that's the one thing they say about kind of serial killers, don't they? They kind of go, they have no empathy. They feel nothing for wow. someone else. They just don't have that in them. Not like, oh, that's going to hurt or that's not nice. They just don't feel it. And so I like that, that. But yet you've got this guy who's a narcissistic person with no empathy who cures kids of cancer. Yeah, so weird. I like the fact that we are... See, this is good now because it's not, there's your bad guy, there's your good guys. It's like, well, there's a bad guy who did bad, definitely. But actually, he's not that bad because he he he's not all bad. And that's the one thing I always think about, like, when I think well, about no, he case, smashed he, her face in. He's a yeah, good bad. Absolutely. But he also saved, he saved hundreds and hundreds of probably, you know, over a career of being a, a kid's yeah, but, doctor. Yeah, but he could have stabbed her. But he smashed her face in 18 times. Well, that's wonderful, Kedge. I'm like, well, sorry, Kedge, it, yeah. changing up no, the but, murder <laughs> like he, the, the thing was, he gave it a couple of, of, of sort of whacks on her head, which kind of did the business. And then he thought, I know what, I'm going to carry on. That's what was really uncomfortable for me. Yeah, you're right. And that's, like I said, that's his twisted wrong part. But he's not all bad. That's the, think, that, I'm saying that's the moral dilemma we were left with, which I quite I liked. I think what was more uncomfortable is when he was grabbing her face and hitting against the wall. I thought, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's that nasty. Forget yeah. the hammer, because you kind of know what the hammer's going to do, right? Like, when she <laughs> grabbed, her, uh, grabbed her head and started slamming against the wall, I was like, wow, that's ain't not right with this guy. But then also at that point, I thought, maybe he did that and then someone else came in sort of. Yeah, I thought so as well. Because also, don't forget, he he was getting he felt harassed by her because she was getting close to his wife, and yeah. she started saying things. Like, oh, we're going to hang out, and yeah, you know, your wife's been a really good friend to me. Maybe your son could be a brother to my son. So all that stuff, I think, is all of a sudden starts messing with Hugh Grant. And he's like, like he panics, and he does a he does a, a terrible thing. It was all great for me though. I had a little giggle when when that boy said that he put the hammer in the dishwasher twice. 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 Yeah. yeah. Sorry. What, at what age did you learn how to use a dishwasher? No, that's not hard. No, okay. it's, you, no, it's not difficult. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. At 14, you do not know how to use a dishwasher. Of course you, yes, do. you do. What kind of... Yes, what kind you of, do. Of, of, of course you, you do. Kedge. What are you not about? When you're, listen, not when you're at boarding school with butlers and stuff, obviously, Kedge. And people yes. don't all, haven't all had your privileged life. Yeah, but regular had, people help out... Teacher, what do you call it? Servants and everything at their gaff. There is no way this boy has gone anywhere near a dishwasher. Uh, uh, no, no uh, that's yes. quite normal. 14-year-old can yeah. put a dishwasher on and probably put the clothes on, whatever else they can do. And, and Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant are the kind of parents that would say, hey, clear the dishes yeah, and exactly. start the dishwasher. Exactly. Oh, I, I can see them being those kind of parents. So anyway, I just want to say, I'm doing great telly. I know we've probably spoiled it, but if you are just catching this bit of the podcast now and you're kind of going, oh, I forwarded all that because I do want to hear it. Just what I think is a well worth a watch. Great telly with A-listers, you know. And and Hugh Grant, can I just say on another note, making a bit of a comeback. You saw him in The Gentleman. Did you see The Gentleman? I'm yet to played. watch that. No. Oh, he, he, st he steals a show for me in The Gentleman. Right? I won't say any more than that. It's, it's very good. It's Guy Ritchie, and it's a proper back-to-Guy Ritchie basics film. Brilliant. And what, else, what else? What else? So, so that finished, and I thought, well, we'll seamlessly move on to the other thing that just started this weekend that everyone was talking about. And Because like, I don't like being left in a ditch after a really good show. Do you know what I mean? I like, yeah. I like on that sort of treadmill. So I thought, yes. this finishing... Bollywood Housewives has just started on Netflix. Oh, Let's man. jump onto that because that's going to keep me going now. Did you really watch it? Who's seen it? Who's seen it? Tommy, you I seen have, it? I have. I've seen all of episode one. Okay. I've seen episode one. I saw 10 minutes of episode one. 
I predicted that Satch will not even get to 10 minutes of it. Yeah, I did well, I think. Um, this, is it you, is it, well, how much did you watch? Sorry, yeah, how much 10 how minutes. I got, I got to the part where they, they, I think they go to like some surgery, cosmetic surgery, and I switched off then because it just, uh, found, it just yeah. wound me up. Cosmetic surgery? Yeah, like no. they were getting their, their uh, smile or something, a wrinkle sorted or something, from what I gathered. Was, was it, 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 wasn't, it, it wasn't cosmetic surgery. You, yeah, you, so, boys, boys, can we pause? My doorbell's going. My doorbell's going. Hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. Sorry. Should I hear the truth? There's no one there. I think I just imagined it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. I, was, I so heard the doorbell and I thought, oh, it's going to be a package because Amazon have been delivering at all kinds of t- time of day and night. And, um, there's not even a van. There's nothing. I wasn't that slow to get up. So, um, right. yeah, I, anyway, there's just a giant monolith outside my house. So I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, <laughs> um, what's that right. mean? So, so can we just go back to Satch? Satch, I think you've watched the wrong episode, mate. No, I watched episode one. They don't go to the, the cosmetic surgery in episode one. You oh, get, it's an intro. Then, I don't know what you've seen. I think I you know what I you know what? You know what's funny that no, Kedge. If you remember, at the end of episode one, they throw forward to the next sure. episode, and uh, one of them it looks like she's about to have surgery done, and then she okay. stops it. I know what's happened. You, so when I tried to watch it the first time round, it was like there was some issue with Netflix. Then I had to shut down the the thing and turn it back oh on, God. and then it just played at episode two. So that's what I watched. You know, I watched, you know, I, I watched ten minutes I, of episode two, <laughs> and I thought it was terrible. <laughs> okay well it can, i want i want to say that this is the housewives of bollywood it has gone viral it's official it's out yes. you know like people all over the world are watching it they're not necessarily saying good things about it because it's cheesy it's a cringe fest and all that but it's still very much watchable we've got seema neelam Mahip, and bhavna they're your four kind of wives bhavna's i think she's the wife of chunky pandey uh Mahip is the wife of sanjay kapoor you know everyone's kind of married to someone famous so you and you've got you know you've got sahel khan who pops into it so it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a star-studded affair but a few people are saying now nah, these are b-listers these ain't proper p- people but I, I kind of got into it you know Mahip was going to paris they're going to the, the, the ball the ball yeah yeah I, I, you know and you got ananya uh you know saying goodbye to a girl Friend and she's like an up and coming actress, and you know, she's the young, sort of pretty daughter. They're clearly trying to launch her career. This, this, um, is this like yeah. what the Kardashians is like? This is blatantly a ripoff of the Kardashians. Oh, the, women, the women know exactly what they're doing. Yes, they've got cameras. Obviously, I mean, you know, it's obvious they've got cameras everywhere around them. The conversations are so fake. It's yes. just like, even, I mean, one of the aunties is like slides into, you know, one of the Kardashians' DMs all day because she's a wannabe. And I mean, like, you know, that's okay. Kedge, you slide into everyone's DMs. <laughs> I know you're going to say that. How dare you? Wait, I'm not there to try and I'm not here to try and become famous or like I'm wow. not trying to have this fake life and and it was just like okay so I've made I literally I've written notes on my phone as I was watching it so okay. here are the pages right and let's go through it so the first one is Lebal 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 the way they kept going banging on about it then Water Bros I don't know tell, tell everyone what Lebal is well, they're going to some ball in, in Paris where, you know, you kids go to and they learn and everything like that. And then he didn't practice. Sanjay Kapoor didn't practice the dancing. And it was just so embarrassing. Like, he's just prancing around in that thing. Everyone's Basically. giving it And he's just 
prancing around and all the other people are going, what's this Lalu doing? Because he didn't practice. That's okay. You, you know, I feel like you're giving him a hard time. He didn't know. He, they under, they, they, he didn't really recognize how much... He didn't recognize how much preparation was needed. And so he's got to do a father-daughter dance at Sanjay and Ananya. It's a wonderful moment. Lots of very famous people from India have gone over. And this is, and he just he wasn't prepared. But they started practicing when they got there. And I think they were, they stepped up to it. They talk about water bras. I mean, that's new. I didn't know what a water bra was until this woman starts talking about it. Apparently, it's got water in it. It makes it feel... And then they said it makes it feel good. Well, what are you going to do? Walk around India letting people feel your water bra. So I thought that was a bit weird. It doesn't matter what it feels like. Um, I noticed Sanjay Kapoor and the woman in pink's <laughs> eyebrows. Did you see them? They're all up there. They're just stuck. It's not moving. Sanjay Kapoor's eyebrows weren't moving at all. Right? What? what? Then there was the other girl who said, one of the other aunties said that she's a Sobo girl. What's a Sobo girl? Does anyone know? A son of a... No, is it no... Uh, no. Get a busabo or something. A Sobo, sobo teriyaki no, or something. I was going to say, I thought it was like a Thai dish or something like that. I don't know what that was. Then I mentioned Sahel Khan's wife, who DMs the Kardashians. And then... The bit that really topped it off for me is they land in Paris. And of course, well, what are we going to do in Paris? We're going to try and be like the Parisians. We're going to do exactly what they do. They were trying to eat snails and they didn't have a clue how to get it out. I mean, I'm not even a a snail eater, but I mean, you know, stick the fork in its shell and stick, scoop it out. Do you know what I mean? They were struggling. And I I just think the whole thing was just, and he was, they were all shouting. Yes, I, I noticed that. In ten minutes, I saw. Just, I thought I was. I thought I was watching that that news channel where they just all shout twenty four hours a day. Okay, yeah, NDTV. Okay. I was watching NDTV. Let Let me ask you this: When you're in India, don't you feel like everyone shouts anyway? And I've got Punjabis around me. Oh, that's just that's just the way it is. Every these these guys were like, as you could so tell they were putting on the show. And then, like you said, at the end of the episode, the at the end of the episode, you see, oh, next episode, gotta enjoy her, and all these plonkers are going to be coming in. I'm sorry, I've washed my hands of it. I'm not giving them any more of my time. I'm fed up. Yeah. I think, and, and I think people will agree, I think during lockdown, the Ahmadmi, the common person, has washed their hands of Bollywood celebrity. I think no agree. They're going to laughing at us for even flicking it on. <laughs> well, I quite like the ending because the ending was like, it was a bit of a cliffhanger because I heard them say something like they went, they, they were talking about some sort of stalker or something and they went, she went, oh, but how did he even know you're here? And then she turned and she goes, that's what's so scary. So I'm like, who? Who knows she's here? Who's followed her? And then you see this guy sat behind her, just kind of sat. I, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, th- shows take time to settle in. You wanted Tom, the- Tommy loves it by the sounds of it. He's, well, yeah, I, I don't know what's coming next. Whereas at least with, with the undoing, we all knew it was Hugh Grant. With the undoing of this. Bollywood husbands. Tommy's already auditioned for it. Oh, I'd love that. Imagine that. Well, I don't have a Bollywood wife, but hey, who knows? Wife number two, maybe. <laughs>
my official thing I learned Kej you'll be glad to know I thought of you this week because I made pizza again over the weekend and uh, homemade pizza and I bailed up my bottom a lot more uh, beforehand because much more much more crispier as a base so we we like to hit so and and when I saw when I picked up the pizza and I touched I touched my bottom uh, it was definitely firmer and I thought ah I wish Kedge had this. And then when I cut through it, you got a little bit of a crunch. Oh, so, <laughs> so when you get that, it'd be even better. Yeah. And there's something about that pizza crunch. When you run that, I've got that round pizza blade thing, right? When you run that through the soft cheese, the tomato, the soft in there, and then the crunch at the bottom. So you get like crackle and cheese tearing apart. It is, it's fantastic. It's delicious. Homemade make, pizza. Make sure when Kedge comes around after lockdown, you tell up his bottom for him. Yeah, I will. I'll make sure your your tray is well and truly dealed. Uh, don't you worry. But the but the thing the thing I learned this week, kind of connecting to that, um, because I put put a few green chilies on my pizza, is that humans are the only species on this planet that like spicy food. The oh. only one. You think about it. No other creature goes, ah, you know, you know, they don't don't do that. They don't want it spiced up. Uh, It says humans anyway. It's an evolutionary mystery is what the scientists are saying um, that they don't have. They they have no explanation for. But humans are also the only animals who not only enjoy eating spicy food, but also we like scary movies and roller coaster rides. We like to be scared. So there's something in us that wants that fear factor, wants that spice, wants to take it to the edge. No other creature has. That's interesting. That's isn't fascinating. It? I wonder where that's born from. That is really interesting. That must that must come from the mind. The mind that wants you to give you that sort of adrenaline adrenaline rush. Yeah. I, well, I, I wondered whether it was part of evolution. Because you think when we were like primates, we just wanted like fruit, hut, yeah. fire, whatever, right? And now we've, we've we're evolving. We're like, no, actually, we don't just want basic food. We want this kind of food. Now, bodies are changing through the environment and, you know, whatever's kind of going on around us in society. So we've kind of now look, look at us. We're moving vegan and we're going, going more plant based or whatever. Maybe we're taking a little bit back to basics. But I think it's evolution. I think it's our taste buds wanting more, our mind wanting more. They always say chilies, are, chilies have a health benefit. So maybe the people of, you know, old, old, you know, South Asia or wherever chilies are popular and even all around sort of, you know, Thailand and Indonesia and Malaysia and all those places. Maybe they just wouldn't, they just knew about the benefits of chili. You know, I think a good chili sorts you out. You got a cold, a nice spicy, you know, meat and a nice veggie dal. Spicy one. Veggie dal. Veggie dal. <laughs> spicy Mate, veg- uh, Off the back of that story though, Tommy, I'm just thinking about it. And do you know what? Like, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of spicy food to be quite honest with you. Really? Uh, take me back to caveman days, man. I'm happy with just a few berries off the tree. Yeah, so what, and so a leg, let, an antelope. Yeah. Right. So, so let's say you, you had you had a chicken breast and you were going like, to stick it in like I don't know the George Foreman grill or on a little griddle. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to kind of lace that. Yeah, up no, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would. Like, but I, I just I think you know people just go too far with the the, the chili, for example. Yeah. Sach is more lemon and herb kind of guy. Basically, yes, I do like spices, but just don't chili it up for no yeah, reason. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Don't go crazy about it. Like, yes. Kedge is, you, I know, oh, Kedge is coming over. I'll quickly have a little look in the cupboard. Yeah, we got Tabasco sauce. 
Yeah, I, I don't use it. It eats out of these cornflakes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're the only species. Throw that one into the dinner table over this weekend. You look like a right little star. Satch, what else you got? Speaking of the dinner table, um, mine's uh, my story is about uh, celebrity chef Tom Kerridge. Everyone oh, yeah. knows who he is. I love him. I love yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Let's see if you love him after this story. Um, so he's basically what he's planning on doing is um, making a Christmas dinner that you can get in your house on Christmas Day. That he basically makes us so a roast, uh, roast Norfolk turkey with cranberry chestnut sage stuffing. Comes with a bit of um, cauliflower cheese, uh, carrots, uh, parsnips, and crispy roast potatoes. And um, basically, you can order it, and it comes to your house for Christmas okay. Day. Oh, lovely, lovely. What, ready? Like, so you've got to warm it up, or is it uh, frozen? Well, like- so it'll come to your house. They say between the twentieth and the twenty fourth, or something okay, like that. Yeah. So beforehand, so you cook it. You got to just warm it or cook it or serve it up. And it's for um, four people, and it costs three hundred and fifty quid. Whoa! Wow. Okay. What's, I mean, what's... I just thought this this was ridiculous. I think people have just gone bonkers in twenty twenty. Like, uh, uh, number one, how can you have Christmas dinner served to you maybe a couple of days before Christmas? It's ridiculous. Well, no, you have to get your turkey, and you know, I, I would not like look, start of December. Start of December always for me is order your turkey. You know, order your order the things that you think might run out, like yeah, the big foil like, and all that I mean, kind of stuff. I know, I get that, but... People people do that, people plan. I get that, I get you can plan in stuff and you can kind of get it, but like this, in a weird sort of way, it's just, the whole thing just sounds like you're just reheating your Christmas dinner, which I don't like. Do do you see what I mean? It's not fresh. Yeah, yeah. but no, it depends but, how it comes. I reckon it will be. If you're going to no. Tom Carriage meal, it ain't going to be stick this in the microwave for three minutes, give it a stir, <laughs> oh, peel no, the plastic does, back, put the plastic back on, make some pork. Say, and, uh, it does say that. you have to finish it off. But yeah. I'm just saying, cook it, man, like fresh a bit. Do you see what I mean? Like, it's just, I just, yeah. I don't know. I can't get my head around. And I think 350 quid for four people, rip off. No, but surely. 87, 87 pound 50 per person for, for a free. Is, there, is any boozing involved, did you say? Yeah, no booze. It was just the food, mate. Got a couple oh, of... mate. I don't think I've ever eaten £87 couple pounds of, worth of food. Couple of pigs in blanket as well, Gan. Br- uh, bread sauce, sprout, sprouts and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's about it. It's basically a Christmas dinner. You can get it for four people for 350 quid. And I thought, what a bump. This is yeah, just... But, but on that note then, Satch, you, what you yeah. can... You know, it's like saying that about anything. Like, oh, you know... Um, why are you buying Hest- the Heston Blumenthal dessert when that costs 20 quid and you can just buy the normal gateau cake, Sarah Lee? She's wicked. I don't, I've never met her, but... Sarah I'm, Lee is the oldest reference to the cake in the I, world. I would leave my wife for Sarah Lee, without of a doubt. I'd just Straight. Sarah I don't care. How, she's probably about 300 years old can now. Can I, I join you know. in the threesome with you and the Sarah yeah. Lee cake? Done, oh, done. God. Stick, stick, Black, stick Black, it in the gateau. Stick Black, it in the gateau. <laughs> Every Christmas, we used to whack that out. It was brilliant. Oh, you can't get wrong. The chocolate Sarah Lee is the one. But my point is, this is yeah. a celebrity chef, Satch. You're getting this meal curated by Tom Kerridge, who is the man. He does wicked pub food. He's known for it. He's actually yeah, well, spent most of his year dieting and going vegan. He's a good guy. This is, you're buying the name. How much would you How much would you pay for it per head? If, if we're saying, or oh, for four people. It's 350 quid now. How much do you think is a reasonable price to pay? It can't be more than 50 quid. Max. £12.50. <laughs> no, no, as in each. £12.50. Oh, okay. It's only 30 quid over there. Come on, bro. Tom Kerry has got to, you know, support his million pound lifestyle, you know, so yeah, oh, he's got to make some money. I've got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got someone at the door. <laughs> Do a minute. Let me just have a look. Really someone at the door. You, you haven't, bro. Door it's my door. Door. Oh, my God. I, need, I feel like I'm missing out. I need someone at the door as well. Monolith. Look at that. He's, he's just walked by. I think he's just, something's just arrived at the front door. What was it, Kedge? What, what, what arrived? <laughs> what, what, what just turned up at the door? 
It was, it was uh, some dude from Sainsbury uh, just dropping off a delivery. Was, I it, can't was it? Was it John Kerridge's Christmas dinner? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It, to be fair, if it was a Sainsbury dinner, it's probably just cost me a tenner. So that's fine. Sorry, Kej. And we carried on chatting while you were out the room. And I noticed you've got a leather whip hanging from your door behind you. What, why is there a leather dog leash stroke whip? Because that, I haven't got a dog. No. And, and you're not in the circus. That is um, that is the uh, strap for my yoga mat that I've just left it hanging off the uh, off the door handle. Who uh, puts a strap on it for a yoga mat? Why are you I've, strapping I've, on? I've, I've got one. Oh, yeah, no. So, because I haven't put it on my yoga, because it's a pain in the backside putting on the yoga mat all the time. So now I just it just I just hang it on the door handle. That's it. So I really don't know what the strap in yoga does. Well, what, 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 you... <laughs> it just holds your yoga mat together yeah. when it's rolled oh. down. Okay, I thought you meant like he can strap himself to the yoga mat to hold a position for longer or something. The other day I did a yoga move that involved a strap, and I was like, wow. Although I didn't need to, thank God, but you could have used a strap for that oh, yoga the strap. Move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, we're getting to dodgy territory. But anyway, right. I'm, I'm glad that I now know what that whip chain yeah. thing is behind it, with yeah. the little studs on it. If you say that's a yoga mat strap. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving on swiftly to the things that I learned. I learned that I did not know this, but you know, when we cry, there are three different types of tears that come down out of our face, just like the British government. And that put us in three tears. You get basal tears, you get reflex tears and you get emotional tears. Obviously, the reflex ones are the tears that come out of your eyes. If they say you get an insect in your eye, so it tries to clean it out. Your basal tears are the ones that basal. Yeah, B-A-S-A-L, basal. Never heard of that. I I think it comes from the word basic because it provides the basic function of just lubricating your eyes. And then obviously you've got the emotional tears. Now, I figured out that, did you know, and this is the, the magic bit of it, is that only when you cry are your tears salty. Oh, yeah, but what do you mean? Only when you cry. You mean only when you cry emotionally? Yeah, so only when you cry emotionally right. are your tears salty. Oh. So, you know, like the fake crying and all of that, because there was, because again, it brought being back to the undoing. You know, Nicole Kidman all of a sudden had tears coming out of her eyes when she was on the stand. And I thought, that's so good, that acting. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was just you, to switch on crying like that yeah. is brilliant. But obviously, if you had gone up to Nicole Kidman and licked her face, you would have yeah. known that they yeah. weren't Thank real you. tears. Yeah. Maybe that's what the other lawyer should have done and said, hold a minute. I think you're faking this emotion. Let me lick your face, Kidman. But I I don't mean, so I said, well, one again, look at this. We're learning a lot about the human body, me and the spicy food thing, you know, you and you and now this, you know, with with the tears fact as well. So something is happening in the human body. I find all this kind of stuff amazing. And I know I'm just me turning into a Buddha, but like just why, why are you excreting effectively salt from your body? Correct. When you're in, when you're in, an emotional state something it's, it's obviously the body saying right i need to i need stress. to get rid of this i think it's stress related maybe it's yeah stress perhaps, perhaps. So you're, 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 yeah you're losing it. there you go so actually if you want to cut down on your salt but you can't cut down on your salt just be a bit more emotional and get rid of the salt yeah so people who cry surely have got a better salt levels in their blood because they've got it all out only if they're emotional crying not the fake crying so if you've ever done it on the salt, just have a little. <laughs> and let me. Can you? Do you reckon well, you could make? Do you reckon you could have, 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 have a what? 
That was an attempt at crying. <laughs> oh, right, okay, because that sounded like something else. <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. Because <laughs> the way you're faster, your face changed shape there. <laughs> but do you think you can make yourself cry? Do you think if you really thought about it, like really got it, could you do it? Could you go? Yeah, of course you can. No, not emotionally. I think you'd start, both of you two would start giggling before you got to tears. <laughs> I can't because I'm looking at Satch's face. If you, I just, there's no way I'm going to cry looking at his face. I saw, I saw oh, Logan, right. I, saw, I saw Logan, my son, the other day. He, um, he's obviously just, he just turned four. Uh, just about, sorry, no, he hasn't. He's just about to turn four. Um, and um, he was crying and I saw him walk past the mirror and look at himself like checking himself out crying and I'm like that's not a real cry then because he's like you know because he's obviously at that age I don't think he's ever seen himself cry so like, I saw him standing in front of the mirror going uh-huh, uh-huh, and I thought no that's that's now fake you're into fake territory have you seen yourself cry it's pretty it's pretty pathetic quite scary <laughs> speaking of three guys that are not uh, crying should we uh, have a look at our little fantasy oh, film yeah. is it it's yes, still we the same three at the top. You know what? It is still the same three, man. Oh. Like, same positions. Number three, Prashant Radical, uh, 636 points. And Jeet Singh with 648 points. And Sukhbal Dur, who's at the top of our table, 695 yeah. points. Oh, my Brilliant. God. Good on them. Well done, fellas. Well done, guys, girls, whoever you are. That is a wicked score. And this... This shows, this shows, this shows they have been consistently brilliant. They've been running that top yes. three spots for yes. weeks. Well done, fellas. They you must be mixing in the top sort of echelons of the, of the, of the, you know, of the whole league. Like they must be in the top 50 or something, surely. That's Maybe, like yeah. high point. High, very do, high do you point. want to know um, someone who's not in the top 50, Tommy? Who? Is it me? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a fella, fella called Kedge K. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Uh, how, did you did Kedge not do really well this week because Kedge always says it's not about how you start it's how you finish and I suppose yeah. this is the point where he would he should kick things up a gear and start scoring some points yes. did he did he not Satch he's basically still 12 points behind you mate 12, 12 points the gap has increased the gap has increased, yeah. gap has increased. Yeah. Okay. well I, I tell you what Kedge seeing as you're the one who introduced me to this I, f- I feel bad I feel like I feel like India at cricket like you brought the game over as the British yeah. and I've mastered it so I, I feel like it's a bit like three weeks of becoming above me and he's mastered this guy honestly i'm just saying okay let's just let's see how it goes but i'm i'm enjoying well. this, this year's fantasy i'm so glad that you're doing it you're taking it because this what this proves to everybody who's listening to the podcast is that if you put your mind to it and if you put your heart and soul into it you can master something you can become good at it rather than just leaving it yeah 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 you know just dabbling every now and then tommy this year has been really giving it up the application is there jose Mourinho would be proud of your performance thank you kedge it also proves that it doesn't take a lot to beat kedge so <laughs> either way you know how you want to look at it just you know what try something new let let if you do one thing in lockdown i this, oh, I've got, I got my new phrase. got my new life phrase. You know, like my little motto in my head. Are you, are you ready for it? It's a good one. Go on. Yeah. Give your dreams a go. Oh. Just do, spend 10 minutes each day for whatever it is that you really want to, even if you think I would never do that, I could never do that. Yeah. Like I've been, I'll tell you truth, I've been writing a lot more during lockdown. I'm not really much of a writer. I've never written officially, formally before. I've now got a writing agent. I'm now doing writing. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? So things like that. But, oh. I, but I'm not, I, I haven't got the staying power to sit there and type for hours, but I'm just going to give my dream a go. 
And so I invite everyone to do the same. Give your dream a go. To just a, a few minutes, dedicate a bit of time for yourself. Give it a go. What's the dream? Well, what would you do? Go, go well, left field. Go crazy. Go. I've got to, basically, well, I, I've got. To, I mean, I've dreamt it already. I've just got to make it happen now. So I've got to go go to a club and meet Armand Malik with Kanye West, and me and you be sort of chatting to Kanye West, and that. I've got to just make that happen at some point. See, catch. Can I be honest? That's a very achievable dream. Okay. You can make that. I tell. You, I, I will start now. Uh, continuing my friendship with Arman Malik, I'll make it closer so that when all of this is, you know, over, I can go, Arman, should we go out? He'll go, yeah. Hey, you don't know Kanye, do you? He goes, yeah, I'll just collaborate with him. Brilliant. Can you bring him along? And I'm going to bring Kedge. Brilliant. And he won't know why. He'll be happy to do it because we would have bonded over lockdown and your dream will come true. Let's start to make that happen. Satch, what's your dream, man? I ain't got any, mate. No, he's living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> No, exactly. no, no, I've got, I've got a dream. Like it's not really for me at the moment, but I'm just looking at it in the sense of I dream that India win a cricket game because it's really killing me. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's one thing that's been doing my head in the last few. Now, that sounds impossible. Yeah, well, it's not that. It's, it, that's not a dream that you're in control of. But I, no. I like your optimism. You're basically you're willing on your team, and you're hoping that they get better. At, right? at the moment, I don't know who's disappointing me more: India cricket team or Man United. It's, I'm just oh. stuck at the moment between both of them. Yeah, whatever you do, Satch, just don't start supporting West Ham, okay? We're doing all right at the moment. Just leave us alone, right? The curse of Satch. Um, listen, thank you as always for listening. We're going to get out of here now, uh, but um, we will... Oh, 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 sold on. Next week, background mine? Are we all back together then? No, no, we can't go we meet can't in Satch. Yeah. This what? guy. Because you're not... I know, but we're not allowed to meet indoors. I'll give you a crispy bottom pizza. Mm, crispy bottom <laughs> Outside and see how long we last. You're allowed to meet group of six oh, outside. Right, mm. right, okay. Well, okay. next week it's going to be a group of two if you not meet because I'm not here anyway. So, oh yeah, I'm yeah. here, but I'm not here if you know. Yeah, what I mean. you'll be online, but from the sunshine. Oh, look at Thanks. that! That rhymes, yes. and I'll be yeah. there in a matter of time. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, no, your writing's going really well. <laughs> yeah, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. I told you I could rhyme. I do it all the time. Okay, no, I'll stop this. And we're we'll gonna go starting at nine. Are we, though? Because I'm about to tell my wife. And if she flips again, then it's, it's on someone's head, all right? <laughs> Boys, catch you next week. Later. Later. Later.